We're talking about Pest Pack Select. The power of the market leader simplified. So remember, listen to that. The power of the market leader, Pest Pack, simplified. Functionality built on more than 30 years of leading pest control experience to help guide your business towards meeting its goals. For small, residential, and light commercial pest management businesses to help you save time and money, as well as enable you to reach your full business potential. Welcome back to Colony Confidential. We have Frank McDonald from Select Insurance Agency. What's new in insurance, Frank? You know, there's always something. Uh, I mean, honestly, it's been somewhat quiet. Rates have been kind of flat across the board. Auto and comp continue to be, I guess, the most dynamic. Uh, we're seeing a lot of um, auto issues related to smartphones, and not, not just the pest control fleets, but the other drivers as well. We're getting, ironically, it seems like we're getting hit as much as we're hitting, where historically we were usually the ones initiating the hits, you know what I mean? Right. Um, so what we're seeing a lot of is a push by all of the auto markets to start uh, using some sort of telematics. And a lot of those now are coming with uh, 360 degree, degree cameras uh, where you could see what the driver's doing any, any second of any day. Uh, any accidents are recorded. Uh, it records both ways, uh, you know, what, what you hit and what the driver was doing when the hit occurred. A lot of geofencing. Uh, basically, behavior changes when drivers know they're being watched. Yeah. And I think that's the biggest push. I have a lot of carriers who are coming out and saying, you know, we're not going to renew this auto policy unless we see a contract and a purchase agreement uh, for units to be installed in the entire fleet. Well, I've been preaching, because remember probably about four years ago, you and Alan and Billy started telling me, you know, some things are going to change and some of your drivers that have bad records might not be insurable. Yeah. So I started in our company meeting, letting everybody know that, look, we don't want to terminate anybody for bad driving records, but the truth of the matter is you're, you may be uninsurable. And if, if yeah. you're uninsurable, that, that that's, that's somewhat of an out in, in most States in terms of department of labor issues. Right. A lot of, a lot of the technicians in the industry need to understand is, you know, what you do on your personal time is no longer your personal time. Uh, you know, if you if you get a DUI or a speed, there's really not an insurance carrier out there that's going to allow you to be in the fleet. And in New York State in particular, you cannot exclude drivers. So what their response is, is we're not going to exclude the driver. We're just not going to insure the company. Right. Which is, which is terrible. It's become an issue. It really has become an issue. And, and I mean, historically, MVRs for some carriers weren't even being run in the, in the pest control area, you know, marketplace. So we had companies with, you know, 50%. Of the fleet drivers were, were poor drivers, but the losses were okay. And, you know, reinsurance, I guess, was more available and the losses weren't that bad across the industry. I'm going back six, seven, eight years ago. Um, it, it was never an issue. You know, it, it, auto was easy to get. Everybody wanted it. People wanted to write it. Those times are gone. I mean, auto auto is the killer. You know, auto will be the one that, that, that costs, you know, pest control companies the most money. Uh, and it's going to increase year after year. I mean, we're seeing... Anywhere from five to twenty percent increases on fleets that are, that have you know good loss history. So it's in, it's industry wide, not just one carrier, uh, not even just in pest control. Everywhere we're seeing it. So what is a what is a small business to do? You got to keep your house clean. I mean, at the end of the day, you need to look at your drivers. Uh, telematics need to be reviewed. Uh, you you want to talk to the people with high speed, you know, with uh, with hard braking, high speeds, hard turning. 
any, any kind of aggressive behavior where you see a pattern because uh, 70 to 80% of the time, that's the guy that's going to get into an accident. And, so and it, insurance carriers are going to start to, at some point, want to look at this stuff, right? I, I had one. Yeah, I had one where they have a login. Yeah. And that was mandated. I mean, it was, it was, it was, it was bad. I mean, <laughs> this particular company had, had serious issues. There was really not much oversight. Uh, and a lot of people in the industry fall into the trap of, well, you know, it's hard to find a good tech and it is hard to find a good tech. And, and the truth is most of the, the best techs out there have the, have the worst driving records. So it, it gets very difficult to, to balance that. Sorry, Frank, it's either driving history or criminal history. Exactly. Yeah. Usually it's driving, but yeah, I, I agree with you. <laughs> When I joined the Pest Control Association back in the 80s, I think it was the second or third meeting, and somebody brought a motion up on the floor that if you have a felony conviction, you can't be a member of this association. And I swear, half the hands went up. Hey, 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 hey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's become an issue. I mean, and, and we have some applications uh, in terms of criminal uh, liability applications that sort of shifted, and there's a question in there. Have you been convicted of a felony in the past five years? You know, historically, it, it wasn't really a question. Nobody really cared about it. But it, it seems like underwriting overall is getting a little more tighter as time goes on. Uh, GL losses are doing well. I mean, the, the, the product that, uh, I mean, efficacy, I believe, is up uh, across the board on the GL side. Uh, we have good, good tools, good, you know, good product. Uh, so GL claims are, are down, it, it, but it's the auto. And the problem with auto related to comp is if you have a bad auto loss history, the chances are you have a bad work comp loss history too, uh, because the people getting injured in accidents. Yeah, it's so. How does that work, right? So it's a double. A guy gets into a car accident, and then he can't work. Right. So that's a that's comp as well as auto. That's, that's comp. Yep. That's great. I remember we were we were um, contemplating, not contemplating, nobody wanted to come, but we put out there that we were going to do an apple picking event and I was going to rent a bus and because not everybody that works for us has a driver's license. Right. And uh, I don't remember if it was you or someone that worked for you. I told the story afterwards. It was it might have been you that I told you in passing, like nobody wanted to go. And you were like, oh, never do that again with the renting of a bus because I didn't even think of this. Even if the bus gets into an accident and the bus has its own insurance, if your guys can't work, it's a comp claim. Yep. That's crazy. Yep. When you have to, but we talk about this all the time. You have to think about all your liability and risk before even thinking about killing a friggin' pest. Yeah, you're right. I mean, in, in terms of a situation like that, I mean, it's always great to do good team building activities, but your best bet would be to pay a company to drive the bus. Right. You know, because you got you have an auto liability there, too. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, obviously, if you've got your entire team on a bus and there's a situation, you know, that, that could put you out of business a week later. Yeah. If you got nobody to work, everybody's injured. Yeah, no, we don't. No more buses. No more nothing. Or split the team. Take two, take two minivans. You know what I mean? Yeah. But, but if they got hurt, right, it right. would be a workers' comp claim, right? Because it was it, company. It's a work comp claim, yep. It's insane. That's the way, this is one of the laws they enforce. Not like other laws that they don't enforce. Comp, in, in, in most states, uh, the Northeast, California, 
even Florida, the state loves work comp and, and they're going to, you know, they're going to push those claims through. And unfortunately it becomes a legal issue on uh, a claim scenario where the state, you know, the state will turn to the carrier and say, pay the damn claim. Right. And the carrier has no, they can't, can't argue with the state. State says that we got to do it. We're, you know, we're dealing with all admitted markets governed by the state. So we really don't have a hand to play. So in regards to liability claims, are your biggest claims from like heat? Heat's, heat's been a, heat's, heat's hurt the past couple of years. It's been running a fever. It's gotten better. I think a lot of companies, um, either you do heat or you don't. There's there's no half step in doing it. You know what I mean. You need to know what you're doing. Equipment needs to be calibrated. Um, I actually Eastern Conference last year in um, the Poconos, uh, they had they had bought one of the sprinkler the uh, executive director of the sprinkler association. And my takeaway from that discussion was, your best bet is to get the sprinklers changed out by a company. You kind of take take a step back and have have another company change out the sprinklers or raise the, the degree tolerability, you know, of, of the glass. But that's, that's hurt. Uh, bed bugs, bed bugs have never really left. We're still seeing lawsuits here and there. You know, you're not talking significant numbers cause it's hard to quantify. Uh, termite still is still driving the bus on, on dollar losses. That's where you're getting your six figure claims from because it's quantifiable. The contracts in writing, the treatment invoices are all in writing. You know, there's a, there's a paper trail. It's kind of hard to prove how emotionally distressed somebody is from a bed bug bite or how, you know, I mean, we don't even pay. Most states don't cover uh, any kind of punitive damages. But, I mean, how, how do you quantify a bed bug bite? Well, you I, know? I'm sure at some point someone will because of our fabulous litigious society. Well, but- they're trying. They're, 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 we had that one attorney, I believe it was at a temp air meeting he spoke. I'm talking in Dallas. This was like, I don't know if you were there. That one it was like maybe four years ago. And uh, he's 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 fighting hard to find he he cannot uh, go to bed at night knowing or thinking believing that a bed bug does not spread disease. Yeah. And the second anybody can prove otherwise, well hell's going to break loose. I mean I'm not a scientist I don't know how far they've gotten but we've always been on the premise that bed bugs don't spread disease. So if if something comes out again that, that they do that's going to hurt everybody. With the termite claims, are those even in the Northeast? You're seeing those? Yeah, yeah. They, they never really left. They go through cycles. When real estate gets hot, you get all the inspect all the inspection claims. But you know, treatment for the most part, most of the claims are are, are inspection. If the treatments are working. If communication is 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 strong on what to expect from the baits, we're not getting as much as far as litigation. But what we're seeing is a treatment was done five years ago, six years ago. They're on renewal. All of a sudden, they open up a wall and they find some damage. When did the damage happen? That's you know that's where the argument comes from. Was it there before we did the treatment? People put additions on houses, index on houses, and fail to notify the the company. And all of a sudden, you know they, they've got issues. So there's those still pop up, but I mean, 15 years ago it was worse. 20 years ago, it, the the claims on termites were much worse. So you see the NPMA updated the. MPMA 33 WDI I did. form. I saw that, yeah. Now, it's, I haven't seen... Have you seen the actual form yet? I haven't. We just, I actually have one. I'll send it to you later. They tightened up a few things, uh, cleaned you know, cleaned up a few things. Is that better insurance-wise, like from a coverage standpoint, like what they've tightened up? Um, yes and no. I mean, obviously, the more writing we can get 
from a company in terms of a claim, the better graphing, the better, you know, if the form is completed completely, even the old one, you're 50% of the way there. And, you know, with, with the inspections, it always comes back to the fact that we can't see through walls. Right. I mean, if you walk on a termite uh, inspection and there's fresh drywall in the basement, walk away. Any kind of fresh paint, fresh drywall, um, if you've done an inspection in the past and another buyer wants another one, staple the one you did to the one, the, the new one. And again, if there's fresh drywall, you know, th there's ways to hide. I mean, we see it all the time. If you have a finished ceiling in a basement, that's not normal. <laughs> no, I've seen people trying to get away with it during inspections and we just write it up. Yeah. You know? And ambitious real estate agents can really hurt a company. Now, we've had guys who do, did inspections, and the inspection was never turned over to the buyer. There's a variety of things, games that can be played on, on that side of the business, and it basically throws us in the middle of a deal that a real estate agent wants to happen. So you, know, you need to be cautious of the real estate agents. Not all of them, but there are ones that are awfully ambitious. Yeah. They guarantee all kinds of work for you, you know, if you, if you pass this. Yeah. You know, in, when you start your business, you do everything, and then you learn... And you can pick and choose. And the only time we do termites is when it's an existing customer's friend or home because it's just not, it's not something we do. And we only do baits. If you are fully concrete, we don't even always do the core drilling. Right. Be like, right. Yeah. I mean, we have one termite route and it's literally maybe 15 houses, maybe. That's it. And termite, even baits. It's kind of similar to bed bugs and heat. I mean, either you do it or you don't. Right. Uh, I mean, you could make a lot of money on, on, on bait renewals, a lot of money on bait renewals. But, you know, if you're doing it and you're in it, you know, if if you're making more money on your on your regular route, 12-month route work, you know, then you, you, obviously any company's going to stick to what's good for them. No, 100%. How's uh, last year the, the newest thing was cyber uh, security insurance? Is yeah. that have has have people been more accepting of it or asking for it yeah it's, it's become um we have a couple of carriers who actually have an endorsement on the gl policy but it's not it's not it's not as robust as an actual cyber policy right uh, but what we're seeing in, in that, on that area is is every week and month that passes um they're discovering new 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 ways that are hurting you know small business so they're adding uh particular clauses and coverages on an ongoing basis, which, I mean, it's so dynamic. Anything cyber is so dynamic. It changes day to day. So what, like as renewals come up, I'm getting a notice 60 days out that, Hey, you know, we've added X, Y, and Z to the policy, uh, just in terms of, you know, new coverage positions, social engineering, you know, things that weren't really an issue can become an issue. And it, and it goes, and there's a lot of overlap between cyber and crime. Uh, but I'd rather have overlap than, than a gap. You know what I mean? Did you know 86% of consumers read online reviews before making a decision? So, the star rating of your business and the number of reviews influences your next customer's decision. Podium helps you get more reviews, which gets you more incoming leads. This is a game changer and a no-brainer. Hook up with Podium. Go to our website, colonyconfidential.com. you find a lot of information there, and Podium is one of them.